Welcome back, everybody, as we continue with our number two of the Don Haskins Show. Steve Kaplowitz along with the Bear getting uh, set for your phone calls at 880-5763, 880-KROD. We are live right now here at Fuddruckers West. Come on down and join us, 5030 North Desert Boulevard here on the west side of town. We still have some spots in the bar right now. Your opportunity to uh, win some great prizes after the show. If you have a question for the Bear, we'd love to hear from you as well. And... While we uh, await the phones, Coach, we will start with some interesting questions for you here in the second hour. Leonard wants to know, what was your favorite scene in Glory Road? Oh, that's real easy. The, the guy pumping gas. Yeah, that guy was uh, pretty good. He only had yeah, three I, words. He only had three words, though. Got $699 for three words. I told the director the next week after I got this check that I wasn't expecting. Yes, Cut that scene, and let's do it where I said about 20 words. Well, <laughs> you should have you should have <laughs> tried to uh, make yourself uh, a little more uh, verbose in that movie. But it was, you know what? That seems to be the most popular scene. I remember watching it at the screening with the 66 team and the families, and there was the biggest laugh and applause when you came on. I didn't even hear what the heck you said because as soon as they saw your face, people started erupting in cheers and, and, and were just having a great time. I, I said, do you want gas? Yeah, do you want gas? Nah, but was... you didn't just say it like that. You gave him the bare stare and oh. you looked at him uh, You looked at him like you're ready to pump him and that would have been that and uh, it, was, it was pretty good. Oh, that was pretty nice. Yeah. Next question for you. Um, this is kind of interesting. Leo asks, when was the last time UTEP was ranked in the top ten? Leo, I'm sorry. I cannot remember. Um, uh, I thought you were once ranked um, about fourth or fifth, and it either was either 84 or 85. When oh, you cracked, in, you in the, the 80s, we were yeah. ranked in the top 20. Yeah. Um, kind of up and down several years. And uh, I think 92, we finally got ranked. Uh, you know, there's several different rankings, but I think we were ranked 11th or 12th or some. Somewhere in there. During the 60s, uh, we were in the top 10 a lot of times, a lot of times. And uh, uh, it's funny how when when that happened, people get to where uh, they don't think it's any big deal. You know, they, I, uh, I kind of thought it was. But, uh, um, you know, they get used to it. Gary asks, Coach, who do you consider the best defensive player you ever coached? Well, I, I would have to say players. Uh, yeah. Gary Brewster was tremendous. Uh, uh, Jim Forbes, uh, tremendous um, all-around player. So was Gary. Gus Bailey. Um, and there, there was a lot. We've had a lot of guys that were good defenders. But uh, uh, Nolan Richardson, mm -hmm. my first team. God, he was something else. What about uh, the best point guard? Well, you know, we had three tremendous point guards, Nate Archibald, who uh, still yeah, uh, is the only guy in the NBA ever to uh, uh, lead the league in scoring and assists, and uh, Bobby Joe Hill. We won the national with him. He was as good as, you know, as they get. And uh, Tim Hardaway, who played many years in the NBA. Bobby Joe could have if he'd wanted to. 7.10 the time you want to get in. You have a question for the coach, 
888-KROD. Want to remind everybody that the caller of the show will win themselves. They'll walk away with a $50 Border Bucks card from Howdy's, and uh, that is a great prize in itself. Fill your tank up. You'll have some uh, money to spare with that, more than likely. So that's the caller of the show, and we've got lines available if you want to get in right now. 880-5763-880-KROD, our telephone number. Also, coming up here in about 10 minutes, the Shadow Neville Shed. Believe it or not, this is the first member of your 66 team that's been joining us on the show since we first launched this in June. Yes? I can't remember. Uh, we've had several. Uh, several different uh, uh, people, but I think uh, Neville is the first one. Yep, number one. He's Take your word one. for it. Yep, and uh, I'm sure, as always, Neville will have a he lot to say. He will have a lot to say. You I, don't I, have I, to worry about uh, I, I believe that. We won't have a hard time getting him talking. No. Hey, what are your thoughts on uh, all the talk about uh, Mike Price in Arizona State? Um, three years into this program here, they've won 21 games in football in the last three years. We don't know what's going to happen, but what are your what are your thoughts on all that talk about uh, Coach Price to ASU? Um, I don't think he'll do it. Uh, I think the city of El Paso has been very good to him, and I think he realizes that. Uh, I know uh, talking to him privately, he, he loves El Paso, and uh, he's done a tremendous job. You know, he's won 21 games the last three years. Now, when do we go back? Do we go about all the way back to the 60s to Bobby Dobbs? I think Bobby Dobbs. And uh, uh, Bob Stoll. I don't know how many Bob won, but it was around that too. And then he left and went to Missouri. But uh, uh, Mike Price is a tremendous football coach. Uh, he was uh, National Coach of the Year in 97. Yep. Uh, he'd been to the Rose Bowl a couple of times. Well, I don't know. I think we're pretty lucky to have him. And I hope he stays with us. Absolutely. By the way, the last I think the last time we were on the air together, Mike Price joined us right here at Fudbuckers. Yeah, he did. He's really a personable and very very nice guy. Absolutely. Let's go to the phones. Kevin's up from Central El Paso as the Don Haskins Show continues. Kevin, thanks for getting hey. through. You're on with the bear. Great. Great show tonight. How are you um, doing, Kevin? Good. So it's good to talk to you. Well, I enjoyed the, uh, the interview with Reggie. I've got my ticket, and I'm going to be there Saturday night. Oh, I'll bet. <laughs> is, is, is this the Kevin, the uh, referee baiter? No, no. This, this, this is another this, Kevin. Well, I'm no one old boy. This, this, is, this is Kevin, the referee baiter. You have it absolutely correct. He is exactly who. No, no, no. Just a fan supporter. Oh, would just, you stop downplaying yourself? You bait everybody. <laughs> you bait referees, opposing coaches. You have developed a reputation for that. Look, coach even knows exactly who you are. Well, actually, the coach has given me a couple of tips over the years on things to use. <laughs> he oh, has. he's admitting it now, and he had me fooled. <laughs> no, he... Uh, there, was, there, was uh, great, there was a little article in the paper today. Uh, and it was about the University of Nevada and the WAC, and Nick Vasekas is only uh, 18 or 20 points away from joining the, uh, the WAC, an exclusive WAC group of 2,000 points. Now, my question is, did we, during our years in the WAC, did we have any of our players that scored 2,000 points in their, during their WAC career? Uh, Kevin, I wouldn't know. I was paying more attention to how we guarded people. 
<laughs> and, and winning. Well, I know this, um, I know, and, and I know UTEP's all-time leading scorer is Brandon Wolfram. I don't know if Brandon had. I, I'm, I'm assuming that he had over 2,000 points in his UTEP career, but uh, I'm not 100% sure on that. I'd have to check the media guys. Um, he was a tremendous scorer, and I had him in two years. And, and the next two years, he got a heck of a lot better. But you know, it's something I'm, I'm uh, being very serious. Uh, uh, you you want guys uh, that take good shots and shoot a high percentage. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of players in the country. I've watched them. Uh, who score a lot of points and have to shoot 30 times to get uh, 32 points or something. That's, to me, uh, um, it's all about average, about the shot selection and all that. Well, Kevin, we appreciate it. We'll see you out there Saturday night come, for the Miners in uh, New Mexico State. He always comes over here, has several times. Uh, I don't know. That's the question. Gets on the radio trying to throw his voice. Yeah, that's exactly right. He disguises <laughs> that up pretty good. Kevin, nice. Thank you for the call. 880-5763. 880-KROD. Our telephone number 715 right now as uh, we continue along on the Don Haskins Show. Tell you what we'll do. Let's take a break. When we come back, it's the shadow. Neville Shed. As Coach mentioned, he'll have a lot to talk about. He always does. We are live at Fuddruckers here on the west side of town. More of the Don Haskins Show right after this on News Radio KROD. Welcome back, everybody, as we continue more of the Don Haskins Show, live from Fuddruckers here on the west side of town in the bar. A lot of great people out here making the show possible. I want to thank all of our sponsors as well as Fuddruckers for housing us on Thursdays. Our next show will be two weeks from tonight, December 21st, where our guests will include Steve Yellen, minor uh, color analyst for radio. But right now I want to go to the phones because joining us on the lines is a man who needs no introduction. A man who, it was 40 years ago where he was a part of the history. Since then, the movie uh, Glory Road has taken the story to the silver screen, the books and all the appearances, a trip to the White House. It has been quite a year for the shadow, Neville Shedd, who joins us live from his house in uh, San Antonio. Shadow, you're up with the coach. How are you? Hello, El Paso. How are you doing? How you doing, Neville? How you doing, Coach Haskins? It's uh, really nice to talk. We talk, you know, we talk quite a bit. Yep. Have uh, <clears throat> Have you been out on the speech tour still, or have you hey, got over that? Hey, let me tell you something. It has really been busy. I've uh, I just got back from a um, a four day tour in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I had a engagement with the Special Olympics and uh, quite a few underprivileged uh, agencies. It's really been a great, you know, a great privilege for me to... Are you I doing mean, this free, Neville, or are you making money? Well, that's good, too. That, <laughs> make a long story short. Yes, make a little money, too. Good, I hope good. so. By the way, Neville, you wouldn't believe this. This is a very interesting coincidence, and I was going to say this till the end of the interview, but I'll, I'll tell you right now. Uh, Brian Phillips is here. He lives in San Antonio. He works there. He is the president of the UTEP Alumni Association San Antonio chapter, and Brian has been trying to get a hold of you for quite some time to get you uh, there with some UTEP events, and I've got a feeling that uh, we might uh, be able to make uh, that connection uh, shortly after this interview. 
I think we can make that happen. It's a lot easier now when, uh, how do you say, you're not on a 24-hour or how to say a 40-hour week uh, job, and I have a lot more flexibility, and I'd be more than glad to do something like that. Oh, good. You'll be uh, you'll be hearing from Brian soon enough, so that's good yeah. stuff. Uh, are you going to give... Uh, uh, why don't you give Neville his number here, and he can call him. All right. I'll do that. I'll tell you what. Neville, we'll, we'll take a break in about uh, seven or eight minutes, and during the break, we'll pass that number along to you. How does that sound? That sounds like a William. In the meantime, you mentioned the speaking engagements. You mentioned the touring and everything else that's been happening. So you've been a busy guy, and also trying to take in uh, what has still been, uh, you know, a very successful movie, the story uh, on, the, on the screen, and... And, and I'm sure trying to keep up with UTEP basketball at the same time. It's got to be a lot of stuff for you right now. You know, by all means. But like I said, you know, uh, I have a lot more flexibility in my life thanks to the movie and the great things that have happened to me in my past. And really, this today is, is giving back to everyone who has supported uh, my teammates and myself. And it's just so much fun. It's a great privilege. And you know how the shadow likes to work his mouth. And to get paid for talking, look out, America, I am not finished yet. Oh, yeah. Hey, Neville, tell them, uh, tell them some of the places you've been to speak. Well, um, I tell you, uh, since the uh, movie has came out, I've been to the University of Kentucky. I've been to Texas Tech. I can't believe they invited you. Hey, I believe. <laughs> huh? I, did, I, I treated them very gracefully, <laughs> Very gracefully. I've been to uh, University of Pan American. I uh, spoke at the at the president's high school. Very nice. I, yes, sir. In um, in uh, I think it was in Michigan. I went to his high school. I spoke to uh, to an assembly of uh, students there. I've been to Cal State San Bernardino. I've been on the uh, the TBN uh, Christian Network. I've done a lot of stuff with a Special Olympics, and I'm always. And I repeat, always at a lot of different schools, you know, throughout the United States. So, you know, I'm pretty flexible. And, you know, I call my, my title as uh, Neville Shed Road to Glory. <laughs> and I believe that's something that's appropriate for uh, Neville, you were over at Texas Tech, too, weren't you? Yes, sir. I was at Texas Tech, too. And uh, were you at Oklahoma State? Excuse me? Were you at Oklahoma State? I'm working on that right now, uh, Coach. Yeah, that's... I know the last time we talked, you thought you were going over there to, uh, uh, to speak, and I think that's real great, and I've uh, heard a lot of comment from people that have heard you that you do a sensational job. Well, you know, Coach, it's just it's your easy. friends that say that. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, thank you. you know, it's easy to talk about something that, you know, actually happened. You know, I don't have to make up any stories, and Everything that I say is 99, 100% true, particularly when I talk about you. <laughs> and uh, I'm looking forward. I got some great dates about the stuff. I'll be, I'll be going to the uh, University of Denver, and I also got uh, uh, Colorado. You know, it's just getting better and better, Coach. And it's just, I think it's important that we spread, you know, the word of what we did yesterday and how important it is that what kids have today that they truly take advantage of their choices. Yeah, they don't understand uh, uh, what it was really like back in uh, in the in the '60s. Is pretty tough years. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, 
Neville, when you look back at your career at Texas Western, how, uh, how fortunate are you when you breathe a sigh of relief and realize that uh, you were, uh, I guess they attempted to boot you off the team, maybe once or twice, but uh, never actually happened. You, you, you stuck around, you stayed put, and you realized that uh, you made all that trip from New York. You weren't about to let anything happen and, and jeopardize that minor's career. Now, uh, Steve, let yes. me say something before Neville does. Yes. Now, I took him over to the dorm room, threw all his clothes out like it was in the movie. Yep. But I knew he wasn't going. Yep, you did. You knew no, that all along. I knew. And uh, I would have been very, very disappointed. But uh, uh, Neville was a, a pretty, uh, I wouldn't say skinny, but he would, he didn't have much meat on his bones. And... And uh, yeah, he needed to toughen up a little bit, and he did. He not only toughened up, but uh, uh, would have played several years in the NBA, but he hurt his knee. Uh, you were with the Celtics, weren't you, Neville? Yes, sir, and I was. And he, uh, he, he, he tore a knee up and was unable to play anymore, kind of like Jim Forbes did. Mm -hmm. Talk about that, if, if, if you would, a little bit, Neville. And uh, Now, Coach says that... He knew you weren't going anywhere when he packed you up. Uh, did you feel the same way, or are you pretty much uh, scared out of your pants? Hey, let me tell you something, Steve. You know, from this day, I always wanted to know what that envelope said that he took out of his pocket. To me, all I vision was a ticket saying Continental Airlines Flight 44 arriving in LaGuardia Airport, and my mother meet me there at the station. Neville, if you'd have left, I'd have sent you on a Greyhound. I'll you tell wouldn't, you what. You wouldn't have flown. I'll tell you I'll that. I'll tell you what. You know, you know, I, you know he, he got me that time. He, he got me very well. And There was no got, ticket there, I'll tell you that. Well, I'll tell you what, what I was I knew you wasn't going anywhere. You, Coach Haskins, you had well control of what my mother was going to do if I had ended up back I, in New I had York. already talked to her. And I remember when Neville got, oh, some guy from was it Cincinnati uh, yes, when sir. we were in the regional, and yes, somebody took a poke at Jerry Armstrong and Neville took a swing at this guy, missed him four feet, got kicked out of the game, and uh, I'll never forget. Next time I talked to you, you said, you know, you'd called your mother, and uh, she didn't do anything but chew you out. Your mother was a heck of a nice woman, and she lived with you. Uh, the past several years there in San Antonio, I know you took care of her. She passed away a year or so ago. Yes, sir. You know, Coach, I think, I think that's the, the greatest thing that, you know, we talk about giving back. And I remember those days when I'd say, you know, Mom, when I get, when I get big, you know, I'm going to take care of you. And I had that, you know, opportunity to take care of my mother for the last six years of her life. And, you know, letting her see, you know, what... Thanks to you and a lot of other people who, you know, gave me the opportunity to grow up and be successful. I think that's the, one of the greatest things that I could have ever done and letting my mother see that before she passed away. And El Paso, Coach Haskins, and everybody, I thank you very much from the bottom of my heart for that opportunity. Well, Neville, uh, you deserved everything. I'll never forget the guy that <clears throat> sent you down, Hilton White. White. And uh, 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 I believe Cager came with you, and the next year, Willie Worldsley. And uh, uh, Hilton was at the national championship game and threw, you know, he's kind of, uh, Neville, he, he was kind of a playground coach. Now, nowadays they call them AAU coaches, isn't that true? 
Well, you know, well, uh, not really. He worked for the, you know, the city parks and recreation. Okay. Uh huh. And, and he worked in a in the evening community center. Oh, he asked me for something, you know, uh, <clears throat> that uh, was pretty easy. He said, uh, now if those guys come down, will you give them every opportunity uh, to graduate and get an education? Now you, you know, you can you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. But it took you an extra year. It took me an extra year when I was in college. And I think Cager, but, uh, you know, you hung in there and you got your degree and and uh, you've made the most of it. I'm very, very proud of you. Well, I tell you, you know, that thing, you know, the thing that's so important to, uh, let's talk, we're talking about athletes, or not just students in particular. You know, when you're given that chance, you should always take advantage of it. Not all so of them do, Neville. opportunities that these kids have today versus what we didn't have yesterday. And, you know, sometimes our priorities are a little bit out of pocket. And given that chance, you know, Coach, like I remember Willie Worsley saying one time, he said, if our parents can put food in our stomachs and clothes on our backs, the least we can do is go out there and get a good education. And I think that's what we went out and did. It's kind of sad when you think about, you know, here we are, what, 40 years later, about how players don't prioritize that same mindset and philosophy coming out of college. And you know, with these speaking tours and getting a chance to talk to, uh, I'm sure, a lot of college basketball players, have you started to see that you're, you've been able to get to through to some of these kids, Neville, and, and try to make a difference, especially with all the years you spent uh, at the University of uh, Texas at San Antonio? Well, let's say that let's say that they're listening. You know, you know, kids today. You know, you find if if they you know they they're smart enough to see if somebody out there is talking to them. You know, with straight talk. And you know, they're forgetting that. You know, when you sign that letter of intent, you know, stating that hey, you're going to school one to get an education, and two to continue to play the game that you love so much, basketball, what we're talking about now, and all those other things that they attempt to get into, you know, you got to prioritize that by all means. But, you know, I don't know, just something that, you know, our vision, I think our visions or our dreams were a lot stronger. Yes, we all want to go out there and win and, and try to get to the Final Four, but just how we prioritize ourselves and, you know, those 12 guys, on that team, when you talk about guys who supported each other, that's, that was the great thing about that team there. Someone asked me uh, a little while ago, if I had to describe that team in one word, what would I, what, how would I describe it? And I said, cohesiveness. Mm -hmm. And we were. We ate together. We played together. Caught hell together. And we had one common goal, and that was to be successful. And that was all in the, in the you know, the good coaching that we had from Coach Askey. You didn't have to say that, Neville. It's been 40 years ago. <laughs> but it's 40 years, but I tell you, I tell you, I love you to death, Coach Askey. Yeah, I know you do. And I love to you, death. Neville. Well, Shadow, stay with us for a little bit more. It's uh, We've got to take a break, but we want to come back and spend uh, a few more minutes with you as well. All righty. All right, hang on the line. Thank it's, you, Neville. Uh, Neville Shedd joining us. We're going to come back more with the Shadow as we continue with the Don Haskins Show live. From Fuddruckers West, only on News Radio KROD. AM 600, News Radio KROD.
Welcome back. More of the Don Haskins Show as we continue live from Fuddruckers here on the west side of town. It's our home. Our next show, once again, will be two weeks from tonight, December the 21st, right before the, and I believe it is the State Farm Sunbolt Basketball Tournament. I want to make sure I get that exactly right between uh, the Miners. I think it's... Yeah, it's uh, for Christmas. Yep. No Drake, mm -hmm. Toledo... And then who am I leaving out? Who's yeah, when is the Sun Bowl game? What day I, I is I believe that? that's uh, like, and I, I got to double check because I don't have the schedule with me, but I think it's uh, like the 22nd or 23rd. I'll have to, uh, 20, I'm sorry, 29th. My, 29th. Well, that, well the, the football game, game yeah. is the 29th. Yeah, what about well, the basketball tournament? Boy, what search? a great job the Sun Carnival people, uh, Bernie, yep. John Fulmer, and all of, and for years, Jimmy Rogers. They bring in a great team. Absolutely. Uh, Oregon State, I'm telling you. Uh, they really come along during the year, and I really enjoyed watching Missouri this year. I would agree with you. They both uh, had very good seasons. They'll get a chance to finish it off uh, here in El Paso on the 29th. All right, let me welcome back the shadow, Neville Shedd, joining us from San Antonio as we continue more uh, conversation. And, and shadow, over the years, I've heard so many stories from Coach Haskins about you personally. I've heard so many stories from you personally about Coach Haskins. But if there was something that you could tell and share with our listeners that a lot of people listening might not know about the man sitting next to me, what would that be? He has the greatest talent of getting the most out of his players. He has a way of, uh, you know, getting to you without killing your spirit. See, that's the most important thing that, you know, coaches got to – not do that you see a lot today killing the athlete spirit and i tell you he used to say he used to call me some beautiful names out there <laughs> never cursed at me yeah. but i you know to call me you wild man you or if my brain was dynamite i'd blow up the gym and he had a way of getting just getting to me and i'm saying to myself okay i'm gonna show you coach Haskins. i'm gonna show you just how much of a big girl i am not and it just makes you go out there and just put a little more effort into what you're doing. People always ask us, what is the hardest game we ever played? And I'll tell you, every athlete would say it was practice. Because <laughs> we never got the intensity from other crowds like we got in our practices every day playing for Coach Hassel. But it paid off with what happened to us. Yep, it. absolutely right. Uh, Neville, it's one of the hardest teams I ever had to coach because uh, you were so good and we had so much talent that uh, it was hard to get you to play hard every day. But uh, when it always seemed like it worked out when, uh, uh, when, it, when it got clutch time, uh, everybody would get together and come through. And We had a great guard, and I know, what was it you said a year or two ago that he was, uh, that Bobby Joe was what now? He was the steering wheel to our Mack truck. That's right. And uh, uh, the, the bad part about steering wheels, he didn't practice very hard a lot of time either. But he could get the job done when it was, uh, when it was there. But uh, I, you would have had a fantastic year in the NBA had you not tore up your knee. Because uh, you could shoot. You're 6'8". You could run. And the big thing is you could really guard somebody. You know, Coach, I, I tell you, you know, I think a, a big portion of our success and 
it was because whenever we went into a game, you know, some teams were a little nervous and everything. We really believed, Coach, that, you know, we couldn't be beat. I know. We, you know, I'm sure. That's what, that's what made me nervous. I, I, well, you know, I, I remember one thing you used to tell me. You used to tell me, when I get the ball off the board, I better not put it on the floor. And, when, you know, and my, and my, you know, my players, you know, they worked with me because when I got the ball off the board, there was Bobby Joe on one side or an Austin artist on the other side. So, you know, we worked well with each other. So I knew once I got that thing out of my hand, and you know, you know me, I was I was like a jet getting down the floor. Yeah, you could so run. We knew our responsibility. Was and that's the, what made it so great. Was yeah. Go ahead, Neville. Go ahead. You know what, Coach Haskins? It's one thing that I never forget what you used to say. On your home court, you don't let anyone take advantage of you. You know, you don't get beat on your home court. Well, and I believe I don't think that, I think you know that year. And in my tenure in playing with you, I don't remember losing too many games at home. I don't, that I don't know if we did. Uh, I think, uh, uh, you know, uh, people coming to your house, you don't let them, uh, you, you don't let them leave happy. That's and, right. And uh, we did a good job of taking care of that. And we've been doing that here at UTEP the last few years. Now, we got a, a, a new coach and a lot of new players. So it's been a little but we played our finest game, Neville, against uh, New Mexico last Sunday. And we go over to New Mexico State. And uh, uh, you know what a war that is over there. All the time. Yeah. Talk you know, about, you know, uh, Neville, if you could. Uh, I haven't asked really a lot about this yet. But you know, I've heard some reaction from some of the people that had a chance to take that trip to the White House. Talk about you and, and, and making that trip out with your wife and what that was like being uh, you know, with the president, the first lady, and, and, and your teammates out there in the, in the White House. Uh, you, you can't – I mean, how often does anyone get an opportunity to go to the White House and shake the hand of the most powerful man in the world and also to have dinner and to watch a movie with him? And, you know, it was a great feeling. The thing I liked about – that, uh, that trip was that, you know, our president, he didn't talk at us. He talked to us, and he made us feel welcome, and it was truly a privilege. For me, I can't, you know, I had to, I had to show off a little because I think I had to help the, um, they had a little group of people singing, and they forgot the words of the song that they were singing, so I had to, the shadow, had to help them sing, you know? But, you know, it's a great thing. It's something that you feel proud of and going back and telling other people that you had an opportunity to be with the President of the United States. And we talked a little about because I remember yesterday, I think, and I, I don't know if you can help me, uh, Coach Hask, is that whenever teams won, you know, national championships, they were always acknowledged by the President. And when we won the championship in 66, I don't think we ever heard from uh, the president of the United States. And he was, if I am correct, a, a Texan. By the way, Neville, that's true. Lyndon B. Johnson, absolutely, was president in 1966. Did, uh, a, Neville, I couldn't remember who's president. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a trivia question for you, Neville. How many times does a guy get to dance in the White House? Yeah, he's the only one that danced. I forgot about that. <laughs> well, you know, if you remember, I always had a little way of uh, 
doing something special. And Coach Haskins, I, I swear, when I ran up and down the court clapping my hands, it was just me clapping my hands. But I did have something that I did that it was patent. And I don't think anyone in the history of Texas Western or UTEP ever did that. When I did something wrong, I made sure that I was on the other end of the, be- of the sideline running down the court, making sure I stayed as far away from Coach Haskins because I heard his name saying, Shit! But let me do something good. And I almost ran over his toes to let yeah, him know that, hey. And you did, uh, you were clapping and all that, and I didn't like it. I couldn't help but, uh, it. I would just have myself but a I, I always... Uh, uh, did you know, by the way, did you realize that he would, whenever you were ready to yell at him, he was always on the other side me? of the court? Yeah. You, you can't miss that. He'd do something wrong, and he'd zip. He's up the other side. Uh, the officials even noticed it. Irv Brown mentioned it to me one time. Now, uh, the, the trip of uh, – what was it you did this dance? And see, uh, you remember Beto? He was there. Well, he's here tonight, Beto Fournay. And, yeah. Uh, so he sent a note up here reminding us, you know, I forgot about you doing a little dancing at the White House. Who'd you dance with? Yourself? Or did I was, you? Well, at the time, I was, I was a loner. <laughs> I was a loner. They were singing one of those oldies for goodies songs, yeah. and they forgot the words. And I mean, hey, in the house of the president, you know, representing Texas Western, I couldn't let them go without, you know, putting my... Uh, universal voice together, so I helped them a little bit until they got themselves together. What was the song? Coach, I wouldn't, hey, if, uh, if, if it started playing right now, I probably wouldn't remember it. But that my night wife, you knew. My wife, all, all I know, my wife kept looking at me, Neville, sit down. She was sitting <laughs> right next to the, uh, the first lady, and she said, oh, that must be your husband. She said, yes, I'm afraid so. <laughs> Uh, Neville, before we let you go, I got to ask you about this. We had Steve Tredenick, former miner, who uh, I, know, I know you had a, got a chance to know well, over the years. He's done a lot with you and the 66 team. We had him on the show about a month ago, and Steve was talking about how he had finally uh, and, and had spent years compiling the information to um, nominate the 66 team for the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. And you know what? That would be, I think, in my mind, the icing on the cake for the accomplishments that you and your teammates uh, were able to produce uh, with Coach Haskins at Texas Western. Talk to me a little bit about uh, that and, and what that would mean to you and, and your teammates. No question. I tell you what, you know, being blessed with, you know, uh, an ESPY award and, you know, having of us having little individual uh Awards. I think Willie Worsley, Willie Cage, and I were inducted into the New York City uh, Sports Hall of Fame. And all these great things have been coming. But, you know, when you look at that being the grand pooper of awards, the Naismith, you know, Hall of Fame, like you said, uh, I concur, that would be the, the, you know, the best one coming. And, you know, we just keep looking at ourselves and saying, to be continued. After that, what else could be there left for us? But just to continue to sing the song of all the praises and the courage and the things that that team went through a long time ago to be, you know, part of history. And that that award there would just, oh, man, that's the one we're looking forward to. And with all the confidence that we've had in the past, I really, truly hope that it's going to happen. 
and I feel real strong about it, just like we did on March 19th, 1966, when we won the national championship, that it will happen. Uh, Neville, I talked to Steve today, and he mentioned he had not heard anything back on that. And like Steve said, no news, sometimes good news. Yep. So I, you, you never know. And you know the, the balloting on that is very, very secret. And uh, uh, Steve told me, he said, I hope there isn't anyone from Kentucky on the board. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, no, was... he was kidding about that, and I am too. Well, but... go ahead. Well, I was going to say, Neville, um, I know we're up for another break. I just want to uh, get a chance to thank you uh, for spending so much time being so gracious as always. And you're the first member of the 66 team to join us on the phone. And uh, I know we'll get a chance to get back to you again soon enough. You're always a great time, and we want to thank you so much. Oh, by all means. And, you know, once again, uh, Coach Haskins, hey, you know, I can't thank you enough for what you've done for me. El Paso, you have been great to me yesterday, today, and I know that there's so many, many other uh, times that I will be sharing, you know, uh, my personal personality with everyone. I like to get a just to say hello to my foster parents, the Abrams, for that they have been very supportive to me in my life as a El Pasoan. And El Paso, I love you very much. Uh, looking forward to getting back there to see all of you. By all means, Coach uh, Haskins, to spend some time with you. And Steve, also with you as well. Hey, I never will tell you why, Philo. I will definitely do it. Okay. She's here looking at me grinning right uh -oh. now. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> all right. It's the shadow, Neville Shedd. There's nobody else like him, folks, joining us here on the Don Haskins Show 750. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up. Some final thoughts from Fuddruckers West with the coach, only on News Radio KROD. Welcome back, everybody, as we continue. Final few minutes here from uh, Fuddruckers West and the Don Haskins Show. Again, a reminder, two weeks from tonight, December 21st, we'll be back out here again for two more big hours with the Bear, including Steve Yellen will be one of our guests, and we hope to have some, some more great guests lined up for that show. So make your plans. Join us uh, right before the Christmas holidays, December 21st. Um, for our next show. Did you ever play uh, Santa Claus all your years? Did you ever, uh, for the kids, ever uh, put on the Santa outfit? Uh, no one was fat enough. Well, maybe I was. You could have stuffed know. yourself with some pillows. You could have uh, uh, tried to, uh, you know, make no, it. No, there was one time in my life I didn't need to. But uh, <laughs> no, I've never been Santa. Well, holiday times are good times for a lot of people. Right. And the great thing about El Paso is during those times, not only do you get... Uh, you know, a, a chance to celebrate it with loved ones. But as we mentioned earlier, a lot of great things happening. UTEP, uh, the Sun Bowl basketball tournament, the Sun Bowl game itself will all be happening in that final week in, uh, or two in December. And uh, a lot of great opportunities to watch minor basketball. Not only minor basketball in the Sun Bowl game, but I'm very interested in this Texas versus the USA. You know, Mike Price is going to yep. coach the Texas team. We get some players will be on that team. And I just wonder how many great players they'll bring in from around the country. That will be I, interesting. It'll be a very, very interesting game. Well, that's coming up in February, right before the uh, combine right. starts up in the draft. And, and I'm excited because it will give 
some of the minors that might not have had the shot to play some of the other All-Star Bowl games, a chance to play on the Sun Bowl one last time. And if they play well, they could very well catch the now, eye of all those NFL scouts. You know, we get uh, uh, no Johnny Lee Higgins going to be playing a bunch of games. Uh, yep. Uh, I think all of them. I think they all got a chance. Uh, Calavo uh, yeah. uh, and uh, certainly our quarterback. Um Jordan, Jordan Palmer. Yep. And uh, um, I think there's two more uh, on the team, and hopefully all of them will get a chance to play some. Want to thank our guests, Reggie Theus in the Shadow Neville Shed. Want to congratulate Nathan. He was our first caller. He has won the $50 Florida Bucks card from Howdy's Food Mart. So, Nathan, congratulations. As for you, big man, I look forward to seeing you two weeks right back here at Fuddruckers. Yeah, and Steve, I know you're not feeling that well this evening, and I hope I hope things are better tomorrow. Thank you, Coach. Me too. That's for sure. So for Sergio Robo Lee and the Bear Don Haskins, I'm Steve Kaplowitz. Thanks for joining us, and so long from Fuddruckers.